Hello, brothers and sisters. Brother Derek with you one more time on this Friday. In the name of Jesus Christ, I bless you. And Father, let the anointing come upon me to be a wise master builder. To build my brothers and sisters in their mind, in their will, in their emotions. That they may be stable, Lord. That they may be able to help others. That they may have that joy. That they may have that peace. And that they may have the full assurance and confidence in your words, Lord. Help me, Lord, to express your, your, your personality, to express your heart, Lord. Lord, I want to do it. I ask that you give me the correct words so that it'll bring great understanding in the name of the Lord Jesus. Now, brothers and sisters, I want you to remember that the battle is in your mind. The soul can consist of the, uh, of the mind, will, and emotions. And Satan has access to your soul, but God actually speaks to your spirit. And your spirit has to actually train your soul. You have to teach your mind that when it's thinking unnatural, what I mean by unnatural, well, the natural mind don't think right anyway. I should have said unspiritual. Your, your, your spirit, your human spirit has to train your mind to think spiritual by correcting your mind because Satan will try to infiltrate your mind. Have you ever tried not to think about anything and you notice that you're always thinking about something because that's the part of you that's always busy. But if you could ever get your mind corrected, now I'd have heard some teach that don't think about anything. All thoughts are evil all the time. That's not true. All thoughts are not evil all the time. The scripture don't teach that. But, the Bible say renew your mind. You have to renew your mind. So once you get your mind renewed by the word of God, then you're in good shape. Your mind fall in line with your spirit, which makes your faith increase. Now in Hebrews 4, it says, let us therefore fear least a promise being left us of entering into his rest. Any of you should seem to come short of it. Now, what, what, is that, what does that really mean? Well, when people's mind is going haywire, man, it affects your body. It affects everything, your, your stability. You know, you, you might be strong, but if your mind not right, I just saw a basketball player, you know, I, I like to watch uh, the University of Alabama uh, basketball team, and one of the players got in a little trouble. Why? He has all the athletic ability. I watched that guy. This guy can jump out of the gym. But he, he never really got to a point where he was the best player on the team, but he had the best physical qualities. Then he, you know, he just got in a little trouble. It was publicized. I'm, I'm not trying to embarrass the guy. But what I'm, what I'm trying to say is something is not right in his mental. And that's with anything. You, you, could, you could be the most gifted person in, in, in creativity, the most gifted person in wisdom and understanding. If your mind is off, man, you're going to be messed up. I know. You see what I'm saying? So it says, let us fear least a promise being left of us entering into his rest. Any of you should seem to come short of it. See, it's a rest that you're supposed to have in your mind, a confidence. See, now watch this verse two. It says, for unto us was the gospel preached. 
as well as unto them. But the word preach did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. I can tell you that Jesus wants you to be rich. But if you don't believe it, it won't, pro it won't profit you. You let, a, let somebody else come behind me and call me a false prophet and false teacher and all that and, and slander me. And uh, you'll believe him, some people, uh, telling them that God wants them to be broke. And that if they sin and going to hell and this and that and other, when, when God had already paid for sins, you'll let them convince you that I'm trying to tell you to sin, which I'm not. See, when people really get the revelation of it, you don't really want to sin. But what it does is it takes the condemnation off of you. See, if you do sin, you already know that the word of God teaches, not Derek King, the word of God teaches that you have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. So why are you trying to beat me cross the head if I miss it? And then why am I trying to beat you cross the head if you missed it? When all and came short of the glory of God, when 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 you got born again, God never God never said that you couldn't yield to the flesh. Even David yield to the flesh, a man out of God's own heart. So why people judge one another? It says judge not that you be not judged. It said God delights in mercy. And mercy triumphs over judgment. That's in James, the second chapter. One of those chapters in James where it says mercy triumphs over judgment. See, the Pharisees wanted to kill the lady in the, in the very act of adultery, but not the man. But see, when that anointing came, it showed them their own self. And they had to drop their stones. How many understand these were supposed to be so-called holy men? They were holier than everybody. But when that when the spirit of truth come, it may it put a light upon your un, own unrighteousness and let you know that you need a savior. All of us need a savior. So you have to have faith in the substitutionary work of Jesus. Why? So you can have rest to your soul. Then you can lay hands on the sick and they can't recover. Then you can call for finances and it'll appear. Because now it's not based off your holiness. It's based off the resurrection of Jesus, the death, burial, and resurrection. His completed work in the spirit realm. All sins are purged by blood, even under the Old Testament. Even the high priest had to take blood in there for his own sins. Oh, my God. See, I got a lot to say, brothers and sisters. But it said, see, God said he had given them the land. He didn't say he gave them the land based off of how strong they were. He gave them the land based off how holy they were, how righteous they were. No, he gave it to them because he loved them. He loved them and had given them the promised land. The only thing they had to do is show up and the spirit of God was going to cause their enemies to be defeated. They just had to go and put their feet on it. When they put the feet on the land, see God told Abraham, wherever the sole of your feet shall tread shall be yours. They had to put the feet on it. See, they had to go over there and possess it. They had to go get it. But they were scared. They were scared to fight. Why? Because they didn't believe the word of the Lord. Verse 2, for unto us was the gospel preached, as well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. You got to mix what you hear with faith. If you read that you give and it shall be given unto you and you don't give, you're not mixing that with faith. Why would, you, why would you not give when the Bible say give and it shall be given? 
Why would you not lay hands on the sick when the Bible says you lay hands on the sick and they shall recover? Then when you lay hands on the sick, you don't really believe it. When you give, you don't really believe it. See, you got to get your mind out of the gutter and get your mind in sync with the word. Make yourself believe it. Tell yourself, soul, you're going to believe this word. Overcome your soul. Overcome that. Overcome that unbelief. Give. Lay hands on the sick and make them recover. Believe the scriptures. See, if people believe the scriptures, you'll see people getting out of the hospital left and right. You know, people don't believe it. They think they got to do it. No, you got to be obedient. The spirit of God is going to do it. See, verse three, for we which have believed do enter into rest, as he said, as I have sworn in my wrath, if they shall enter into my rest, although the works were finished from the foundation of the world. For he spake in a certain place on the seventh day on this wise, and God did rest the seventh day from all his works. And in this place again, if they shall enter into my rest, seeing therefore it remained that some must enter therein, and they to whom it was first preached enter not in because of unbelief. Hallelujah. Again, he limited a certain day, saying in David, today, after so long a time, as it is said, Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts. For if Jesus had given them rest, then would he not after have spoken of another day. There remained therefore a rest to the people of God. For he that is entered into his rest, he also have ceased from his own works, as God did from his. Let us labor therefore to enter into that rest, lest any man fall after the same example of unbelief. I got a lot to say, but I'm out of time. Be blessed.